Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And it's another insightful episode of Unmasking Superheroes. This is your how-to guide in overcoming depression and anxiety, which is a big deal for a lot of us, or maybe somebody you know. Today, we're going to delve into a topic that resonates very well within the entrepreneurial world behind the mask. And what a lot of us do, wearing a mask to conceal what we're struggling with, uh, to maintain that that image of success, that you've got the best team, the best principles and all that. But then on the back end, you're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. And today we're going to unmask these hidden stories and kind of candidly talk about what's going on with a lot of entrepreneurs. She's somebody that helps with all of this transforming your life through therapy, specifically RTT. I'm going to say AKA hypnotherapy. It's a form of, and her name is Chris Carrier. She's back with us. Hey, Chris, how you doing? I'm awesome. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. And this whole thing, wearing the mask, I feel that a lot of us do. And it, it brings to mind a song by Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. It's called The Stranger. And it came out in the in the late seventies, mid mid to late seventies, uh, from his album The Stranger. It was a title track. Uh, worth a listen because in that song he talks about how we go home every night and we take our mask off and mm-hmm. we're somebody else. And sometimes you don't recognize who you are. Sometimes you don't even recognize the person you're with, your lover, all of that. But the pressure to wear a mask is real right now especially if you're an entrepreneur that you're, you're putting on this facade of, of like you are a superhero when you have your mask on. Do you hear that from a lot of people? Mm-hmm, absolutely. I even feel that way. <laughs> I think we all do. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I think we all do. Yeah. Absolutely. Even as parents, sometimes we, we struggle with certain things and uh, we're putting on a mask because we don't want our kids to see what we're really feeling, which mm-hmm. in, in, in itself doesn't support us because we're not being authentic, but there are reasons for that because we're covering up for things that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about some of these stories, things that you've heard, some examples of entrepreneurs that uh, are wearing a mask to to hide their 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 mental health situation. Right. Well, you know what? Wearing that mask is no joke. We we all seem to put it on, and it just covers our true fears, right? And really, it's contributing to a bunch of negative effects in us. So firstly, there's a social expectation that success equals invincibility, right? And that's where the superhero complex comes in. And people tend to think that um, if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner or something like that, you've got to have it all figured out, and everything has to be running smoothly all the time. But guess what? That's, That's not even close to our reality, you know? And entrepreneurs, like anything else, face challenges, setbacks, moments of doubt, all of these things. And admittedly, it can sometimes feel like they've hit their, it's it's like a hit on their professional image if they admit to having faults or flaws or weaknesses, right? And so take my client, Mark, for instance, he he actually ran a startup. And every time he faced a setback, he felt like this immense pressure um, to not show it at all. And so because he believed that if he showed that he was struggling, the potential investors and clients would lose faith in his abilities. So it's like this unspoken rule that says vulnerability equals the weakness. And Mark actually ended up burning his butt out. And then that's when he found me. He came to RTT. And that's when he realized that, um, 
you know, wearing that mask to fit those molds was not helping him to avoid any negative perceptions. Actually, it was adding them on because people, it's actually putting a highlight on some of your flaws in the end because now you're denying them. Other people can see them. So wearing that success mask actually can cause stuff like isolation and loneliness, mm. imposter syndrome, burnout and stress, um, inauthentic relationships maybe some missed opportunities for growth at work or at home, you know, then you start suffering anxiety from the pressure and some pressure. You get stagnation and lack of innovation. And then you get that authenticity of misalignment. Now, what the frick does that mean, right? Over time, wearing the success max can lead to that misalignment between the external image and the internal reality. And guess what? People see it. Whether you think they see it or not, they see it. And that struggle gets recognized as authentic. It, 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 it crushes your desires, your goals, your values, all that stuff, because it, it, it flattens them out with the lie. Wow. It's so interesting that you're saying that if we're wearing that mask, we're obviously not our authentic selves because mm-hmm. we're, we're fearing what people might think and what they might feel and all of that. Um, but what I'm hearing from you, Chris, is that people know that you're wearing a mask. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe not at first, sure. right? But eventually the, it creaks through the lines and, and people do see it. And when they see it, they lose so much more respect for you than if you just admitted, I'm struggling, I need help, or maybe I don't have the answer. Let me go find that for you. Ah, yeah. You know, well, that's, I'm glad you said that. Uh, in, and I'm not a salesperson, but I've studied a little bit about it. And one of the most effective things you can do if you're in a sales meeting and somebody asks you a question, instead of you fumbling and, and feeling inadequate and all of that, is just to simply say, you know what, let me check on that for you. Let me, I'm going to get the answer and I'll get back to you on that. That's one of the, one of the best, most authentic, uh, honest things that you can do that people won't judge you. They'll actually respect you for doing that. 100%. Hmm. So there's a lot of expectations in society especially mm-hmm. social media plays a big role in a lot of the ways that we perceive ourselves or we think we want to be perceived. How do these expecta- expectations perpetuate the need for people who are entrepreneurs to present that, that image that they are like, they, they're, they can't be taken down. They're invincible. So um, I think I understand your you're asking about perceived weaknesses, I guess, right? Pretty, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So basically, um, unmasking can be very scary, and it's incredibly, but it, it's, it's actually incredibly liberating. So the first step is to realize that vulnerability is not your weakness. It's your strength. So sharing your struggles doesn't make you less capable. It actually makes you more relatable and human. So it, it's like people connect with your story, not with your perfection or those polished images. So even when you're looking on social media, right, what you're seeing is, you know, all beauty and blah, 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 but there's, there's truth behind that. So what we ask you to do is start small, authentic shares, right? Begin, you know, with genuine aspects of your life that you're, and challenges that you're facing. You can share that with your business partners, your, your family, your whomever. You can share it online. But it's about sharing personal insights, lessons learned, moments of vulnerability, because maybe that share or that is going to help um, grow. You're going to learn from it, first of all. You're going to grow from it, but also it's going to help somebody else to also learn and grow from it. Mm. And you'll be surprised at how many other people actually get to resonate with your story or with your questions or with your, you know, your, your whatever, your whatever it is you're facing that moment. 
And so you got to remember that it's okay not to have it all together all the time. Vulnerability actually creates a genuine connection sometimes. And those connections are invaluable in both personal and professional lives, right? So um, just make sure when, you're do when you are talking to someone or posting about something that you're not doing it in a complaining fashion. You're posting about your growth and about how you're pivoting and learning, right? And gradually opening up bit by bit actually allows for you to test the waters around the area to see who you can trust with your emotions and who you can't trust as well. But then it's important to connect with, uh, you know, a trusted mentor or whomever. Find yourself a mentor, someone who in your professional circle that you admire and trust that could help you through these struggles. Then you want to embrace, embrace imperfections, you know, as your strength, as your superpower. Because recognizing that no one is perfect, that's what makes genuine connections. And we, we all flub up here and there, right? So embrace your imperfections. I like to say I'm perfect in my imperfections, you know? And then view them as your unique qualities to contribute to your own identity. So yeah, I, I, I'm not perfect at this and that, but I am great at this, and this is all part of my identity, right? And that encourages a culture of openness for everybody. And then you get to see who can, who can you put in your circle because then once you know what your weakness and your strengths are and you're not lying to yourself about it, you get to surround yourself with the people who complement that in the right way. And so remember the journey towards authenticity is ongoing and it's okay to take one step at a time. Each small act of vulnerability contributes to a more authentic and fulfilling experience for everybody around. So if everybody is doing it, it becomes that safe place. So it's, it seems that you need to find a safe spot when you're, you're going to be more vulnerable. Am I, am I hearing that right? Absolutely. Um, and that's what we're hoping to create within the work environment. But let's face it, it's not always there. There's always going to be the rotten apple in the bunch that's going to be the bully and pick on you. But just so everybody knows out there, that bully, that's the one who needs me, the RTT therapist, because that person is suffering in pain and self-hate and all of this stuff. And that's why they're a bully. It has nothing to do with you. And don't take that on yourself. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, wish, I, wish I knew that when I was in elementary school. if seriously because that's it's not us it's somebody else they've got the issues but we don't even if it's somebody that bullies you in the workplace we take that so personally um and and rightfully so but it's coming from a different place that's somebody else that's having trouble dealing with life and they they are the ones that probably need the the rtt um when we talk about unmasking these vulnerabilities, let's go there. Let's, let's talk about rapid transformational therapy, how it can empower us. And even before we, we even go down that road, let's reset for everybody. What is RTT? So RTT is, um, well, it's an incredible uh, magic, I like to call it, but it's not really magic. It's basically we're using neurolinguistic programming, cognitive behavioral therapy, psychotherapy, and hypnotherapy all combined. And that's why this is the therapy on steroids compared to all the other ones because we're doing it all, all in one shot. And so if you want to know more about how it can help you, you know, uh, what it does is it's basically the I've got it all together mask that you're wearing right now. This is what's going to be the thing that helps you actually pull it off because you will actually have it all together in the end. So imagine that you're the main character in your movie and you've been carrying around all this baggage and, um, you know, you're... You need to be Mr. and Ms. Perfect or whatever to feel worthy inside. Well, RTT is what digs into the baggage that you're feeling, why you're feeling that unworthy. It flips the script for you, and suddenly you're the hero, and it doesn't need to be a mask anymore because you actually feel pretty awesome. 
you know. And maybe let me tell you about my client Emma here. She's she was second guessing herself a lot before she came to RTT. And um, the, the RTT was basically like giving her a mental makeover. It was boosting her confidence so high that she realizes that she didn't need a mask to fit in to be successful at all because she actually gave herself superhero training for her brain through our programs. And that's what we do. RTT isn't just about feeling good inside. It's about having tools to handle the stress, anxiety, you know, like a boss. And the reality is that you're in a crazy business world, right? We all are. Deadlines flying like ninja stars across the room. So RTG basically hands you this metal shield to block the stress and keep your cool without hiding behind that fake smile. And how do we apply that? How's that going to work for somebody, like, let's say the entrepreneur who's wearing the mask, afraid to, to show who they truly are? So um, it's going to help create that culture of openness and authenticity within yourself, but also within your work environment, right? So we work with not only the individual, but we also, also that's good English there, we also work with the company itself, the management team mm. and the team underneath it. We work with everybody. And by sharing, starting to share your struggles within all of that or understanding each other's struggles, it changes a lot. So if you're the leader and you show that you do have some vulnerabilities, it gives other people in the room the permission to do the same. It encourages open communications in the workplace. Maybe, you know, it might start, we can start with the company starting weekly check-ins where everyone shares one challenge they're facing that week. It doesn't have to be a personal challenge. It could be a personal, it could be a challenge you're facing in the workplace. And that way everybody gets to contribute to the, to the answer to help that person pivot. And then by sharing those struggles, and, and finding answers as a group, everybody gets to work together and understand how to liberate themselves from that struggle in the future if it comes up in their lives as well, right? So you're not only helping yourself, you're helping everybody. And we do this with, with sales training as well. You go through training all week to go and, and practice. Like if you were doing sales training, you would practice the no's and, and how to get past the no. It's the same thing with RTT. You're going to get past that no in your brain. You're going to get past the struggles that we have in our brains that will keep you stuck. So it's, it helps to create supportive atmospheres where people feel heard and understood, and you feel heard and understood of yourself because now your, your mind is also listening to you, right? Um, and having all of this in the workplace, you know, when your team opens up with their struggles, it actually builds courage for everybody, and that's what RTT actually helps does. So if you've got one superhero in the world in the room that's using the RTT, that superpower that they've acquired to now be learned by everybody else in the room as well because they're leading by example. Just like if you're sitting in there with anxiety or depression, you're going to affect 70 to, 30 to 70% of the people in the room. It's the same thing as if you're feeling like that superhero. You're going to affect 70 to 30, 30 to 70% of the people in that room. Wow. Okay, so I never even thought about the, the potential that you could work with a company and not just an individual. So is it like a group setting? And is it, is it also where people become a little more transparent in that group? Let's say you have a company, the ABC Widget Company, and you work with them virtually, in person, whatever it might be. Are people exposing themselves in front of others to, to explain what they're going through? And, and it's kind of everybody's working together to, to really identify some of those things? So ideally, that's what you want. Sure. You want 
you want to be able to be doing that. That's the whole point. With what we do with the RTT when we're doing the group stuff, okay, so what I'm going to be doing is I would go in and firstly, um, you know, identify those in the room that are struggling. Now, for us, those ones would get extra RTT therapy. They'd get one-on-ones. Um, so they would come in for that as well as the boss would come in for that. Now, what I do is I start with the boss. We give them their RTT therapy. We find out what their goals are. Now, once I know that boss's goals, I bring it to the team. Now we're in the front of that team. We go and we start sharing and we start going through all of the, the, the culture issues within that group, okay? So we're going to figure out what's holding them back, what, what they're striving on, whatever. We're going to figure out what they're having issues coping with, where they're having their boundary issues, all of these sorts of things. We figure that all out. We work with that. We find out who's struggling in the room. That person gets extra therapy. And then we also find the bully in the room. That person gets extra therapy. And that's how we do it. And then we also mass do hypnosis on the entire group all at once. Wow. Um, and that's a hypnosis for success. And that hypnosis is what we're doing is we're guiding that group towards the goals of the management team. And so that way, by the way, the management team can then suss out within two weeks who in that group will work with them and who in that group won't because the brains of those people will not permit them to lie to themselves anymore. Therefore, they will show their true colors and if they're going to be working with you or not. And you'll, the boss will be able to see that within two weeks' time and decipher who stays and who goes. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. It's a, it's a big thing. But it's, if you want to have a good work team together, you've got to get them all on the right, on the right road. They've all be on the same path working towards the same goals. And that's what we do. That's how you get rid of the, the rotten apples. You figure it out in that first day, first two days, first two weeks, and then you move on from there. And that's when we can make that group incredibly successful and that company incredibly successful because there are no more rotten apples and everybody's working towards the exact same goal. Interesting. And you can do a, uh, a mass RTT or hypnotherapy session with a company? Yes, we can. I, I work with up to 50 to 100 people at a time. But listen, you can do as many as you want. If you look at people like um, Tony Robbins, he uses the Erickson method, which is hypnotizing people without their knowledge. But that's what he does. And he mass hypnotizes 10,000 10, and more people all at once in his in his groups when you're going for those weekend sessions with Tony Robbins, that's what's happening there. That's what we do. We do the exact same thing. We can, we can make sure that entire group is rolling in the same direction. I never knew that. I, you know, I, yes, I've heard that, um, there can be, uh, group hypnosis, but I never thought of it. The numbers that you're talking about and, uh, and everything here. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah, scary but fun. Yeah. Sca- sca- great, great way to put it. Scary but fun. There's be- yeah. there's there's things you're going to learn maybe yeah. about yourself that maybe you weren't even aware of. Uh, interesting. Uh, tell us more about that when when you're working with somebody or a company or an entrepreneur about RTT. Uh, how many sessions typically does it take? Just in every situation, every company, every individual is different. Take us through a little bit of that. So listen, if I'm doing a one-on-one with somebody, it's going. I typically bring people in for three months because it takes that long to get the proper changes done. We want to. I don't want to just do, you know, oh, I'm just going to fix this little issue for you over here and leave you with all of those other baggages that you got over there. I'm not going to do that. I when I bring somebody in, we're working from beginning to end to make sure that. The goal you set is the goal we get to by the end of that three months, 
right? So that's what we do with that, that individual. Now with the company, it's the same idea, but we're going in and it's individual for every company. Of course, we set the programs for each company, but it does take time. It would take a minimum of one month with a company working with me to make sure that we get their entire team on board doing all the same that they all need. It would take me about one month to get that happening with them. I, I love your accountability, and that's what it seems like. You, you set the goal, and, and you nail it, and that's how you operate. That's what I'm hearing here. I, I make sure to do it that way. I, I don't take on more than I can chew, but also I make sure because I know what I'm capable of. I know what the, the people in front of me are capable of, and I know how long it takes to get to these steps. So I, I don't lie to people on how long it's going to take, but I, I, do, I am very confident in my abilities to help these clients reach their goals, and that's what we do, right? And, and I think it's important that going in, we have to work with companies that are are ready for this kind of change because, again, hypnosis is it's on the fringe. It's on the fringe. And so a lot of people don't believe in it. But like I had said in our last session, you know, the CIA uses this. Our governments use it. TV stations and radio stations and music around the world use it. Hypnosis is widely used. It's not just a stage show. It's not just an act. It's actually used for therapeutical, therapeutic purposes. It's used with athletes to make them be at the top of their game. This is it's a big secret that the top players don't want you to know about because they don't want you to reach the top with them. So that's why I'm sharing it with the world. Oh, well, thank you for that. And You're welcome. <laughs> if, if we had this conversation uh, five years ago, ten years ago, I'd be like, yeah, okay, whatever you say, until I, <laughs> until I had hypnotherapy. And so then, you tried it. And that, then it all came clear. Um, and what's interesting is, and see, when I put it into my perspective, I went back to my childhood because I knew that's where I needed to go, where most of us need to go. Mm-hmm. I I have those images of my childhood uh, during those sessions, and they weren't images that I've never seen before. They were just more clear. When you work with somebody on an entrepreneurial basis or situation, and we're unmasking them, are they seeing things like that, images of things that, and we identified earlier, uh, last, a few times back when we got together, that a lot of the things that we dealt with as children, and just normal stuff, nothing real bad potentially, can really govern our future, sort of like our GPS. Uh, does that come up when, when you're working with somebody in this level? Um, sure it does. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, because what... what Everybody's going to get the visions, the visuals, the whatever's going on in their mind. It all comes up as we're doing the hypnosis. So whether it's a group hypnosis or a one-on-one hypnosis, you're going to get whatever memories are true to you that come to your top of your throat, uh, your mind, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what we have to deal with. And even when you're doing a group hypnosis, we will I'll guide you through the steps. But at the end, if we see that there's somebody who got traumatized or has added trauma that they haven't dealt with out of their private life. That's why we add the extra sessions for them within the group. We do the private hypnosis sessions with those ones because with, with group hypnosis, if somebody's extra traumatized throughout their life like, or you know, they've had a lot of trauma in their life, um, that person won't do well with group hypnosis. In fact, afterwards, they'll kind of spiral downwards. That's the person we want to do extra work with. Most people, the group hypnosis for business, because we're just going in for business purposes, is just kind of like a brush off to remind them that, yes, I am a superhero. Yes, I can do this. And give them this 
the tools in their brain that they need to accomplish it. But then others need to get past those stories they've been telling themselves since childhood that have kept them blocked, and usually it's trauma-bound stories. And then when that's the case, we've got to do extra work. But yeah, they're getting those, they're getting those visions in their minds. It's all coming up, because that's what it is. That's what hypnosis is. It, it, it brings back the memories of when. And it, it, whether you block them from yourself or not, we find them in hypnosis. So it comes up. You're the super, you're the superhero. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> I just unlock doors. I just unlock doors. That's all I'm doing. Well, you know, I'm also glad you said that because that that takes away some of the stigma or pressure of hypnotherapy. It's not like you're controlling somebody's mind. You're the key to our minds. Mm-hmm. And, well, that's just it. It's, yeah, it's right? not like stage. It's not like stage where he's turning you into a chicken or anything like that. No, it's not like that. And even there, they're not. They're kind of controlling you, but not really. But that's not what I'm doing. I'm literally opening up your mind, and we have preset questions. Even before like, the, the client and I will discuss everything, we have preset questions that we use, that we create together, that I will then ask you under hypnosis. I do not go off script that way. Everything that I do under the hypnosis was already pre-discussed prior so that the client can feel safe, that they're not, you know, that they're not going off on a tangent elsewhere. Um, now, that being said... Once I ask a question, where your brain brings me is where your brain brings me, and we have to follow that route. We have to go until we get to the end. And what we always say is play the reel to the end. And so that's where I find um, other hypnosis might fail is they don't play that reel to the end. They just get the first visions, and they go, oh, I've got the answer. No, no, (laughs) that's not the answer. The first answer that comes up is usually the lie. We're still telling ourselves it's the block. You've got to keep going and play that reel out to the end and find it. So it's a journey. The whole hypnosis thing is a journey for people. It's not, you know, uh, one and done, I'm going to get it done today, and by tomorrow I'm going to be a whole brand new human being. No, that's that's not how hypnosis works, not even a little bit. It takes time. It takes 21 days for your brain to develop that habit, to change. So what happens when I go and unlock that door for you and open it up, over the next 21 days, you start to manifest your goals, your dreams, whatever you were asking for, you start to manifest it. But first you have to release what's not working for you. And that's often where a lot of people get stuck is they don't want to release. They don't want to let go. They just want to change without letting go of anything in their life. Keep everything the same, but still grow. You can't do that. That's not how it works. You've had a mask on for a long time. It's not going to come off with one, <laughs> one uh, attempt. Uh, Chris, how do we connect with you? How do we uh, work with you and even just start the conversation, whether somebody's an entrepreneur, maybe they own a company, maybe they're, they're responsible for a team? Sure. Anybody who wants to get a hold of me can reach me at my WhatsApp number at 431-800-4977, or uh, they can reach me through our website at hypnosyhypnos.com. That's H-Y-P-N-O-S-Y-P-N-O-S. Always love talking with you. You make it so clear. Uh, and every time we learn something, I had no idea we're talking about the group RTT and all of that. Uh, fascinating how we can change. It's our mental health, our well-being, their strength in seeking assistance. It doesn't make you weak as a superhero. It just empowers you. Uh, Chris, great talking with you, and I look forward next time we get a chance to get together. Next week, I'll see you there. Absolutely. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Can I touch this? 
Where does sand come from? Is this tree good for climbing? What happens if I mix these two things together? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Storing your guns securely is the best way to prevent family fire, including unintentional shootings. For more information on safe gun storage and ways to keep your family safe, visit endfamilyfire.org. That's endfamilyfire.org. What do we keep in the attic? What's this thing called? Can I ride my bike backwards? Like I said, kids are curious. It's up to us to keep them safe. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council.